0: The W B E N All Local, All Local, produced by Randy Bushover. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world.
1: I'm Susan Rose, and I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside right now, looking not that bad. 62 degrees, cloudy, and expecting some rain. Believe it or not.
2: Yeah, meteorologist Bob Hamilton is with us this morning from the National Weather Service. Uh, Bob, we will be making that connection here in just. A minute.
1: All right, uh, can't wait to hear from Bob because a lot to talk about between the rain and getting some of this smoky uh, skies finally under control uh, for at least the near-term future. Meanwhile, after years of being closed down, the Albright Knox Art Gallery is back. That's right, with a new name. And extraordinary. Finally,
0: after more than three and a half years of work to revamp and revolutionize the grounds of the Buffalo AKG Art Museum, doors will reopen to welcome back patrons of not just West New York, but also the world. It's an awesome culmination of more than 10 years of work by hundreds of individuals, hundreds of staff members, board members, philanthropic individuals who have made this capital campaign of $230 million possible. It's the result of the envisioning process that hundreds of western New Yorkers engaged in. So, so many people have contributed to this moment that it's hard to describe the sort of wealth of intellectual energy that has gone into it. We are at the doorstep of a new era in Buffalo's cultural history and in the history of this museum. That's Yanni Seren, director of the Buffalo AKG. Monday's celebration is set to be massive for the art museum with an elaborate opening ceremony followed by a ribbon cutting to officially welcome back members of the public the transformation of the museum campus and the additions of the new Gunlock building and other elements. Congressman Brian Higgins says the Buffalo AKG is just another shining example of what the renaissance of the western New York community has produced. Well, it's certainly an iteration of that but it's not the only thing. Downtown development, the cleanup of our waterways, the development of our waterfront. These are all things that point to a city with a new level of confidence and a confidence that is going to continue to sustain us moving forward. So all of these, including the opening on Monday, will be additional ads that will, again, just contribute to the great cultural assets and institutions that Buffalo and Western New York has. More ahead of Monday's reopening of the Buffalo AKG Art Museum is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News.
2: All right, pretty exciting. What a transformation over there in uh, North Buffalo. And more on that coming up this morning. Let's get back to the rain that's on the way today. Meteorologist Bob Hamilton at the National Weather Service is joining us. Bob, this is very much needed rain for the first time in a long time.
3: Yeah, it's been almost a month since we've had anything significant. It looks like we're going to get a little better in a half inch today and then another half inch tuesday night into wednesday so a couple shots of rain that uh, like you said badly needed we're about an inch below normal for the month but it's it's kind of interesting when you look all the way back to january at the beginning of the calendar year we're only down a quarter inch
1: it's been so dry here for I, i mean so long it is drought did that ever come into conversation or are we a long way off of that
3: well, no, we're a ways off in the Buffalo area. It is uh, they've been calling it abnormally dry across the southern tier, and this is going to help that area as well. But we're we're still a ways off from drought, and with this rain, it's going to be a while before they would classify the areas as uh, a moderate drought.
2: And getting basically an inch of rain in the next two days, is Western New York just going to soak it up like a sponge?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't expect the local tributaries to show. You know hardly any response from this i mean you might see a very subtle rise in some of the creeks but uh, yeah the the ground will soak this up pretty easily
1: is there any telling that the rest of our summer might be like this i mean we're looking at the seven day forecast right and i see rain 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 I, i mean should we be prepared for long stretches of no rain and then you know whole weeks that are washouts
3: no, it's just more indicative of a blocking pattern. You typically see this more in the spring, but it's hanging on now where you get long stretches of unsettled weather uh, or long stretches of fair weather, depending on where you are in relation to the block.
2: Hey, Bob, uh, another air quality alert ended last night. Is that over for now? Or are we going to be in the clear on that?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be an issue for a while. And and even if it is, you would have to really dig on the Internet to find, you know, any evidence of smoke overhead. I mean, we get a lot of smoke here in the summertime, and people don't even know it. I mean, most of the time, it's it's very, you know, light particulates high up. and You might have a, a red sunset, but it's nothing that's going to impact the air quality down at the surface. So there are a lot of days in the summer that we're going to have smoke. I mean, that's common throughout throughout the summer months here but it's going to be a while you know if ever again this the summer we're going to experience what we did last week
1: all right hey uh bob thanks so much for the update bob hamilton over at the national weather service letting us know uh the smoke and the rain uh, a lot of going on and changing this week well there was a deadly plane crash in niagara county sunday a single engine propeller plane crashing into a field off Fraley of Road in the town of Porter around three in the afternoon. The pilot, who was the sole occupant, was killed. The NTSB investigating it is the fourth small plane crash in the past month in western New York.
2: Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro said late Sunday afternoon it'll take months before a much-traveled section of I-95 in Northeast Philadelphia can be rebuilt after part of the highway collapsed yesterday morning. Officials say a tanker truck carrying flammable materials caught fire underneath the highway, which led to one portion of the elevated highway collapsing on the road below one vehicle is presumed buried in the rubble so far no fatalities or injuries reported an average of 160,000 vehicles travel on that part of the interstate every day drivers have been told to avoid the area traffic is being rerouted officials are warning drivers to expect massive delays governor shapiro is going to issue a disaster declaration today we have more on the scene of that collapse
3: part of the east coast main highway artery i-95 closed Authorities responding to reports of the fire just before 6.30 a.m. local time. Encountering an inferno raging under the bridge, sending a dark plume of smoke billowing into the sky. Cars still driving on the roadway. Authorities say the northbound side of the highway collapsed minutes after their arrival, and they then contained the fire.
2: Remarkably, no injuries reported from the incident. That's Morgan Norwood in philadelphia
1: back here in western new york over the weekend buffalo police say they got to the bottom of a large scale parking meter theft police say 51 year old peter christopher charged with 91 counts of fourth degree larceny and 91 counts of criminal possession of stolen property after they found six stolen parking meters in his vehicle that led them to recover 43 other meters plus two pay-and-go stations as well. The thefts stretch back to April, and police believe over 90 meters in total have been stolen in that period.
2: Some air travelers are talking about their suddenly and unexpected cramped flight this past weekend. A full flight already leaves you crowded on board,
0: but on a Delta jetliner from New York to L.A. Saturday, somehow the emergency evacuation slide inflated inside the plane. Definitely startling, to say the least. A passenger, Kiana Singh. We were instructed to stay in our seats for the time being. That left us feeling a little uneasy. A photo posted on Twitter shows the folded, bunched-up slide at one end of the cabin. Possibly blocking the way to a bathroom. Emergency landing in Salt Lake City. Nobody hurt, but maybe annoyed. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Wow, that's bizarre. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Rain showers likely through early this afternoon. We'll see some clearing later today with highs in the upper 60s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies, overnight lows in the low 50s. On Tuesday, we start dry. Clouds increase with some rain arriving mid-late afternoon on Tuesday with highs near 70. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski.
2: It's AKG day in Buffalo. Peter Hunt, Chairman and CEO of Hunt Real Estate Corporation. Joining us now, Peter. Obviously, very plugged in about Buffalo's reputation, but he's also a huge art supporter and on the board at AKG. Uh, Peter, have you been inside?
4: I have, uh, Susan. Good morning. Uh, it's 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 remarkable. I've been in several times, and it's um, it's a game changer, I think, for all of Western New York and and perhaps perhaps all of New York State. Uh, there's really nothing like it. It's it's uh, something that was conceived started to be conceived in the mid part of the last decade. And and this is a tremendous realization of a a great dream.
1: Uh, You call it the game changer. That's something that a lot of us in Western New York have heard a lot of times before, right? Uh, About various uh, projects, how it's going to attract people from all over, going to be a game changer for Western New York. How is this different and set to fulfill those promises?
4: Well, first of all, we can display so much more of our art now. We have almost four times as much display space as we did before. And we've, for the first time, really, since I've really been alive, we've been able to display uh, so many of our, our great masterpieces, which, which are really world-renowned. When I was in college, I took a art survey course, and about every third slide was uh, something from the Albright-Knox and I didn't even know that, that that collection existed, and we've been unable to really show so much of that. And In addition to that, we've been collecting and collecting and collecting over the years, and now we can collect some of the from the more contemporary masterpieces uh, from around the world. And it's 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 just it's just an incredible display and a, and a remarkable setting, and what we've been able to do on that corner uh, of Elmwood Avenue is really is really transform an entire campus before you were looking over over pavement to a building where the stairs had been removed and now all that has been transformed into the into the original park-like setting that was uh, conceived way back in 1905
2: you know the original building is more than a century old it too has been restored along with you know the brand new gunlock building that is opening today how do the old and new blend together do you think
4: well, it's really kind of masterful what uh, Yanni Siren and the staff have done. You, as you walk into the the old building, the Wilmer's building, the original building, 1905, you you begin with our, our oldest pieces, and then as you move through that part of the museum, we get more and more contemporary, more and more up to date. And then as you go across the bridge into the Gunlock building, that's where it explodes into into modern times. Uh, more contemporary times and it's it's done chronologically so you get a sense of how art has uh fine art has changed over the years and and how new media has 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 come into the to come into the forefront of of art expression i I think it's truly remarkable and it's it's an experience more than just looking at one piece or another piece you really get an experience of of uh
1: hundreds of years of of masterpieces can you help us understand a little bit the buzz around the art community nationally, internationally? This is having.
4: Let me give you some firsthand experience. We invited—I uh, invited a guest from Miami, uh, Greg Ferraro, who is with Goldman Sachs, and he actually was my guest on the radio show on Saturday. And he was formerly the president of the Perez Museum in Miami, um, and he was completely blown away by. By what he saw, and he said to me as we were take, dropping him off at the airport yesterday, that this is a game changer. Those were the words he used. We're going to be, he said, we're now an international destination because of of this particular, um, all the things we've done on that that particular campus. And the interesting thing about it, we, we had this whole concept going back probably twenty five years of of a cultural crescent in that in that part of the city, with with um, Berkshire, Berkshire Penny on one end, Zoo on the other end, and all the way through, I'm sorry, the um, Darwin Martin House on the other end. And, and now all those things are done, pretty much done. They'll always be improving, but it's a spectacular uh, focus for our community and for the world, really, that, that we've never had before.
2: You know what, Peter? A week ago, we were breaking ground on a new Bill Stadium. Today, we've got the opening of Buffalo AKG. I mean, this has to do a lot for, for Buffalo stock, right?
4: There's no question about it. It's, we we are, we've always been in my mind from an architectural standpoint, certainly, and and, and really from an art standpoint, a, a world-class destination. But now uh, we're bringing a new focus to, to our community through the two uh, major moves that you just described. I think this is going to be something that will not only uh, be an attraction for people to come and visit, but also a reason for people to stay. And that that to me is one of the most important things that we can be doing in Western New York. There's plenty of reasons, as you know, we've talked about in the past, there's reasons for particularly people of means to leave our our area. Now this, these, these uh, fundamental cultural benchmarks are, are something that are a good reason for people to stay and also a, trem- a tremendous attraction for young people. We we had, a, as you know, over the period of time, probably 70s and 80s and 90s, the concept of a brain drain was very common here in Western New York. The younger people would go away to college and not come back. Well, now there's a reason for them to come back. We've got uh, burgeoning industries, particularly in high technology. We've got the banks uh, building and, and growing. We've got Companies like Delaware North and Rich Products that are anchored here; these are these are important institutions that are good reasons. Plus, our cultural and sports infrastructure, good reasons to for young people to come back to Western New York and, and really enjoy the lifestyle that we really have. That's that, that's unique in terms of value of our real estate, the access to fresh water, and all the all the things we've already been talking about.
1: Well, exciting stuff for sure. Hey, uh, thank you so much. Peter Hunt joining us uh, live, a supporter of the arts on the board, the AKG, which is celebrating its grand opening today and throughout this week.
0: That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.